how can women really learn to stop pushing men away, particularly through unconscious emasculation? Because my hope was by saying with this ring, I set you free, it kind of reverses the emasculation, right? It doesn't say with this ring, I put you in prison and I overpower you and I nag on you every day and you can't do anything about it because, you know, socially bound bond, so to say, but it's the opposite. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, there are even languages where... Um, <laughs> where where the word wife, if you put an S on it, means handcuffs. <laughs> oh, I know. And the word marriage, if you say it differently, means to be incarcerated. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But, well, okay. So this is the thing. And, um, and I don't think, and we didn't say it this way in 2009. So if you think of emasculation, as if you think about emasculation, so weakening the masculine, if you think about what the so-called masculine, which I don't use that word a lot anymore, if the masculine is all about producing results, okay? So if the feminine is all about connection and well-being, and the masculine is all about producing results, then emasculation is, as a man told me, it's diminishing a person's ability to produce results. And men emasculate themselves, they emasculate each other, they emasculate women, women emasculate themselves, we emasculate ourselves, we diminish our own ability to produce results. Um, we diminish other women's ability to produce results. We diminish men's ability to produce results. We even diminish young people's ability to produce results. We especially do. The emasculation starts very young. And, and one of the things that diminishes a person's ability to produce results is lack of information. If I don't know what you need, if I don't know what makes you happy, if I don't know how much energy you have now or lack of energy, if I don't know what turns you on, if I don't know what turns you off, We've reduced my ability to produce results. And, and even like if you think about yourself, if you don't know what empowers you, right? If you haven't taken the time to understand yourself, which is something um, what we do now, Auntie, is we encourage both men and women to start with our Understanding Women course because it's the most representative of human beings in hunting and gathering mode. And and women naturally will comport themselves to please men and they'll use my work to better contort themselves to better please men. And that's a terrible use of my work. So we encourage women to start with understanding women. And so they know that the thing they the things they think we think are wrong with us, no, there's there's anything wrong with us. <laughs> we're we're female when you have a certain set of instincts and we behave in particular ways when we're committed we behave in other ways when we're open we when we're committed and feel threatened we behave in particular ways when we're open and we'll, we feel threatened we behave in particular ways and this is how to not have a woman feel threatened when she's committed to a particular result have her not feel threatened when she's open and connective. This is how to bring out the best in her in this state. This is how to bring out the best in her in that state. 
And these are all things we need to know about ourselves or we're literally diminishing our own ability to produce results. And information is one of them. Um, accountability. Um, I don't know how much you run into this in your work, but women are accountable for so much. And we naturally tend to just pick up being accountable for anything that needs to be done. Mm-hmm. And it exhausts us. Mm-hmm. It, it's exa- it exhausts us. And then we have nothing left with which to admire men and hang out and be with them and laugh and like them. And, and men are naturally accountable but they're more particular about what they're accountable for. They want to be accountable for things they can win at. And women try, women try to hold men to account for acting like women. And they decline. <laughs> no, you can't expect that of me. And because they won't be held to account for not acting like a woman, we think they won't be accountable. We think they won't be count onable. But they're actually highly accountable. But we mostly just want them to be handy and helpful because then that keeps us in power. Mm-hmm. But they're really looking for being accountable, for being in charge, for being, they want to take things on. And like Dan asked if I had a printer, he could print something. I'm like, oh boy, do I have a printer? But <laughs> it's got a paper jam and it's out of ink and I don't know how to fix either one. He's like, well, I can do that. <laughs> like, okay, I'm going to leave because I'm not a good space for this. Yeah. And I, I just, I, I gave him the two manuals I had to the printer and I left and went to get ready for you. <laughs> I just like, Bye. And the next thing I hear is the printer making the sounds of receiving a Wi-Fi instruction and printing papers and yes. And, and I said, do you know how long has been a problem for me? He's like, how long? Since before I met you. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. And then there's other things that are clearly mine. And he says, well, I'll help you with that. Right. And, and it's like, I need to count on you for this. And I, and will you help me with that? And I'm, I'm very rigorous, as you know, with language. So I'm very clear about when I'm, asking for him to be accountable for something and when I'm asking to help me with something. And that's one of the most important things we need to do to not emasculate men. We need to think ahead. Do I want help or do I want accountability? Mm. And mm-hmm. if and in either case there you need to leave them with choice. And people can be guilted into help. People can be maneuvered and manipulated into help. They can never be guilted, maneuvered, or manipulated into count on ability. Mm. Never. It's a state of being and something that women don't know is being married, right? Is to a man being married is taking on particular accountabilities. Mm-hmm. And he's not going to do it until he thinks he can win at them. Mm-hmm. And he'll think he can win at them because he's been winning at them. So he has ample proof he can give this woman what she needs, ample proof that he can make her happy, ample proof that he can get what he needs from her, 
am in order to give her what she needs, in order to succeed in the things he's committed to in life, ample proof that he can support her and she can support him. He's got to have proof of all these things. And depending on his history and personality is how much proof, right? Um, It could be a couple of days or it could be a couple of decades. Um, But he has to, that's what has him step into this is the right person for me to commit to. Mm-hmm. And before that, he has to be in a state of, I have the ability to take care of another person. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to Dan about this the other day, that from a women's point of view, from our, from our instinctual point of view, we're compelled to please a man. We're not actually compelled to take care of him. Like to take care of his spirit, his heart, his his love of life, his experience of himself, his integrity. Like we're not, that's those are all human spirit choices to honor a person like that. We're not compelled to do that. And when I asked him, I said, I said, <laughs> I said, I know we're really into being present, right? We both want to be present, we want to keep creating each moment with each other, but you do something. And, and my mind says, can I keep him? Can I keep him? And I was just sharing this with him. And he said, yes. Is this gruff voice? Yes. I'm like, oh, I wasn't asking you. I think I was asking God. And he's like, okay. Well, I'm answered. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it was really, really early on. <laughs> oh, okay, well. I'll take good care of you. <laughs> so, that'd be great. <laughs> and I checked in right a while later. Like I don't remember how long later. So do you feel like you're being taken good care of? Oh yeah. <laughs> Aww, Allison, that's so sweet. I love it. <laughs> but it really, it really speaks to your ability right and this is what you teach women so much about how to speak mm-hmm. into a man right how to speak to certain parts in a man that he feels acknowledged and he feels right mm-hmm. like the respect and affinity and um and and the support so so incredible oh my god I could like hear it I'm like, like your your laughter everything is so raw so real so authentic so transparent and I, I want to shift gears and today's, and today's Greg's birthday. Today is so Greg's husband, birthday. Right? Yeah, so my husband who passed away, this is his birthday. And so here I am. And he always said to me, you know, uh, when I die, he was older than I was, almost 11 years older. And so from the very beginning, okay, when I when I die, I, I want you to I want you to be I want you to be married again. And and okay, you know, when I had little kids, that made sense, right? We had little kids. Okay, okay, okay. And then the kids were launched and he's still saying it. I'm, why? Why do you want to be I want you to be loved. And I want you to be touched. I want you to be taken care of. And okay. <laughs> and, and then it's like, do I have to be married? <laughs> right. <laughs> no. I want you to be, I want you to have somebody. I want you to be loved. And I want you to be cared for. And I want you to be touched. And and so, you know, here we are on his birthday. And I'm like, thank you. Thank you for being born. Thank you for taking care of me for almost 30 years. And thank you for 
bringing me somebody who loves me and touches me and takes care of me so well. Th- thank you. You did good. <laughs> yeah, it's an emotional day. It's an em- yeah, it's a really emotional day. Oh, and an emotional time because I'm still in love with my husband and I'm in love with Dan too. And it's so interesting to think, can you really do that? Can you be mad at me? And you're like, oh yeah, oh yeah. Love's in my life. Plural. Yeah. So my life. <laughs> yeah. He, he's with you. He's going to be with you for the rest of your life. Like he's he's here right now. You know, so it's like really, really incredible. Oh, yeah. So so real and so I mean that's a yeah that's a whole that's a whole topic what I learned from him dying (laughs) that validated what I thought death already was you know the veil is very thin it's very very thin 